0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the TSK Show. I'm your host, Eric, the Duke of Sports Sklar, and I am joined by my co-host, the one and only Mr. 360, Tyler Picholke. Before we start the show, thank you so much for listening, everyone. Be sure to follow at TSK Show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you want to find myself or Tyler on social media, be sure to follow us at the Duke of Sports and at Tyler Picholke. All of our content can be found on SoundCloud or Apple Podcasts. Check us out on Anchor as well, and we are now on Spotify. Just type in keyword TSK Show to find us. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you decide to listen to the TSK Show so you can stay up to date on the newest episodes of the show. On this episode of the TSK Show, Tyler and I will preview Week 8 in the NFL with the TSK Show Power Rankings and our picks of the week. We'll also update you on some major trades from around the NFL, as the trade deadline is next Tuesday, October 29th. All right, let's start the show. Welcome to the sports kingdom, to the sports. kingdom, boys. kingdom, boys. Kingdom Kingdom What's going on, CP? How you doing, man?
1: Good, man. We're in the midst of it. Yeah, man. It has begun.
0: Yeah, the the best time of the year in sports. The NBA, the NFL, hockey, the World Series, all four major sports going on at once. Uh, Obviously, here on the TSK Show, we like to cover the first two, mainly, basketball and football. But uh, like we do most weeks, it's uh, two episodes a week. This first episode we got is uh, the football episode, and then the next episode that you can check out after this Will be an NBA related episode. So let's just jump right into it though. We got uh, the fantasy football update. Obviously, you and I, we run the TSK show, Fantasy Football League, and we talk about it here every week on the TSK show. So, uh, how'd you you do in fantasy this week?
1: Got my first dub. Yes,
0: let's go. Here we go. Congratulations, (laughs) TP.
1: Finally got my first dub uh one and six not looking good but if i win out i'll be over 500 so i could live with that
0: hey listen you're on a one game win streak and that's that's all you need to start a streak
1: and i made a trade another one well no the one that we we talked about uh, let
0: let the listener remind everybody so
1: uh i made a trade before the last game so i made a trade and i'm undefeated since that trade okay so I traded Tom Brady, and in return, I got Larry Fitzgerald and Matt Stafford.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Basically, I, I traded Brady because I was having this issue every week having to pick between Brady and Russ. And, you know, I basically felt like I wasn't giving myself a fair shot because I was just going based off of matchups, and I, I should have just committed to one guy to get the good games because I kept missing. like I basically kept picking the wrong guy between the two of them. So I got rid of that that issue. Russ is my starter. Tom's out. Got a solid backup in Stafford for his bye week, and then I upgraded my wide receiver position big, big time with Larry Fitz. Okay. One and out. Oh,
0: okay. All right. One and
1: out with Larry Fitz.
0: Yeah. So all right. Well, I hope, hope. Who do you got this week? You got
1: this week. I got uh, as far as your matchup. Who I got? I got Chad.
0: Defending champ. Yeah. Do I just do I just played?
1: Defending champ uh, got Mahomes on his team. Yeah. So he's uh, in a, he's
0: in an interesting predicament. <laughs> so,
1: so I got him at the the best time basically. Um, but uh, yeah, let's see if we can get a win, get a dub, keep the wins rolling.
0: Yeah. So like I said, <coughs> I played Chad last week, and uh, I ultimately lost, and it could not have been worse timing for me to get this loss. Because Chad had Christian McCaffrey on the bye week. And then Patrick Mahomes gets hurt in Thursday Night Football.
1: Yeah, that's tough. That's fantasy football right there. But
0: on my end, I had Matt Ryan get me negative 1.4 points from the quarterback position. And my highest highest score of the week was Julio Jones at 12.3. And when that's your highest score at 12.3 in this deep of a league... You're not gonna that's score gotta many be, points. That's
1: got to be your baseline for offensive guys.
0: Yeah, so I I ended up losing in the TSK show league, but I am in two other leagues, and I got W's in both of those leagues, so that's good. I won by thirty plus in both of those leagues.
1: Yeah, in my uh, in my other money league, I actually started Rogers and Marvin Jones Jr.
0: Oh, so you were and so them.
1: between the two of them, I think they scored hundred points. Yeah, had ten touchdowns.
0: I played someone who yeah. sat Marvin Jones.
1: Well, I mean, I, I I can't blame people for sitting Marvin Jones because he was really a guy when I was, didn't feel good about starting him, and it just so happened to be his day, his his career day. Hey, but for, listen, for you also got Jones.
0: you got Matt Stafford on your bench, so you could always double up sometimes.
1: Yeah, no, which was another plus in that Tom Brady trade is having Marvin. I have Marvin Jones Jr. I actually started Marvin Jones on both of my money leagues.
0: No. Oh. Jeez. For his
1: four-touchdown performance. So, Jeez. Yeah, now that worked out.
0: Uh, as we're recording this, we're, we're watching the Thursday night football game, and Stefan Diggs just got a huge reception for the Minnesota Vikings. It's, it's going to
1: be a more boring matchup. But <laughs> we'll get. Luckily, we're recording instead so of watching.
0: Yeah, it's a 3-3 three three Vikings-Redskins, but uh, we'll, we'll get into that matchup in a little bit. Uh, to, to finish up the fantasy talk, uh, what's your record in the TSK Show League now? One and six, you said? One and six. And then what's your record in the Blue Dog League? Five and two. Okay, all right, there you go. Five that's and that's two. much I'm better.
1: I'm in first place. I'm in first place in that league, but... Or no, actually, actually, I'm in first place in my division. I believe I'm in second place. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, nah, it's it's not going bad in that league. I, drafted, I actually drafted pretty well in that league. But um, this league has just been such a weird year.
0: Yeah, man, the, the individual defensive players have been a crazy wild card.
1: Yep. Yeah, no, for sure. Definitely definitely, add- definitely changes the game. It's like adding three more kickers where it's like it's an unknown variable when you're going to get big points and, and nothing.
0: Yeah, it's definitely added a whole different dynamic to, to the league. But uh, in my three money leagues, I'm three and four in the TSK Show League. I'm four and three in the other league. And five and two in my third. So uh, I got, I got a whole wide range of emotions going on. So hopefully I can make the playoffs in all of them and at least have a chance to, to win some money uh, come the end of the season. But uh, all right, let's uh, let's get into the trades that have happened in the NFL, because the trade deadline is coming up in about five days, Tuesday, October 29th. And right before we started, there was a big trade involving the 7-0 and Patriots and a team, the Dallas Cowboys, coming off a big win over a division rival, the Philadelphia Eagles. The Cowboys are looking to ride that momentum and adding a piece like Michael Bennett, who the Patriots just traded to Dallas. That's a huge upgrade on defense.
1: Yeah, I mean, they just upgraded an already stacked edge with uh, DeMarcus Lawrence and Robert Quinn. So I'm sure Michael's going to play inside a lot. And that's where he's the best, I think. And that's a, that's definitely a big time upgrade for the Cowboys. And I think the Patriots said F you because of, they were disgruntled with him recently.
0: Well, yeah, they were disgruntled. He asked for a trade and they ultimately gave him his wish. And they sent him to another contender just in a different conference. So they won't have to see him again. Eventually. Yeah, if exactly. The only way they'll see him again is in the Super Bowl, and so they can live with that. Yeah, exactly.
1: But the Dallas Dallas front just kind of created a big time.
0: Yeah, and the Patriots in return, they got a seventh round pick in this year's draft, and then a sixth round pick in next year's draft. Obviously, we know what Bill Belichick can do with those uh, late draft gems. Yeah. But uh, all right, moving on. The next trade that involves the Patriots that I have on the list. This, uh,
1: this one's big time.
0: Yeah. Uh, Falcons trading wide receiver Muhammad Sanu to the Patriots for a second round draft pick. I mean, this is a great upgrade. Obviously, they just put Josh Gordon on IR. They won't be seeing him the rest of the season. He also could be on the training block in the next uh, five days. We, we don't know what could happen with that. But... On the field, Sanu is a huge upgrade. It gives him an inside target, especially on third down. And it's going to take the pressure off the top of Julian Edelman, I think. So it's it's a big-time deal.
1: He's a football player, college quarterback, I'm pretty sure. Um, big, tall athlete. He's just the perfect player for the Patriots. These guys thrive. I mean, he's an extremely smart player. Bill Belichick obviously likes him. Or he wouldn't trade for him. Uh, and, you know, with the de- – with Josh going on the IR, this is this was just a phenomenal. I mean, Patriots killed it.
0: And listen, I mean, what better of a position could Mohamed Sanu now be put in, going from the dismal Falcons to the undefeated Patriots?
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I'm sure he's <laughs> stoked because he's looking at a Super Bowl ring right now. Oh, that's that's within his within his hands reach.
0: Listen, he was a part of the team that was yeah. down, was up 28 to 3 and gave up that that Super Bowl to the Patriots and now he's joined the Pirate ship.
1: Patriots do it again, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, he's not going to throw up, like godly numbers, but it's just another just a just a Patriot type of football player, super solid. He's going to step right in and, and perform and they're just going to be that much harder to stop. Who do who do you stop? How do you play? What kind of coverage do you play? You know, stuff.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's he's got 33 receptions, 313 yards, and one touchdown this season.
1: They got threats coming out of the backfield. They got Amendola underneath. It's just he's going to be perfect for them going downfield. Amendola, sorry, Amendola, (laughs) Edelman. Yeah, they got Edelman underneath. He Sanu going to be perfect over the top for them.
0: Yeah. Now another undefeated team making a move, and they're really going all in as well. San Francisco 49ers, a team we both, uh, I would say, weren't really.
1: No, we're not high on them. We weren't, yeah, we weren't that high on them. Yeah, no. it's just, But
0: making this move for Emmanuel Sanders and giving Jimmy G another target, a, a legitimate target. Yeah. It's, it's big time. San Francisco sending a third-and-a-fourth-round draft pick in 2020 to Denver and Denver's also including a 2020 fifth round pick along with Emmanuel Sanders wins all around. Yeah. I think, I think Denver got
1: the most they could possibly get out of him. And like you said, Jimmy, she got another, another great weapon to add to a, a position group. I'm really not that fond of, I mean, I don't think Marquise Goodwin, Dante Pettis, you know, those guys are showstoppers. Those are back
0: twenty receivers to me right now in the league.
1: Yeah, so so to add Emmanuel Sanders to immediately be like, in my eyes, the go to guy if I was Jimmy G. Hundred percent he
0: becomes now that, the go to that,
1: guy. That's huge opinion. that's huge. Like when you're at a point where they're at the season you're actually trying to make a run, it's like you need to get better right now. You don't need to get better two years from now. Right now is your window. You're at the top. You're at the top of the NFC Home field, home field advantage or the playoffs. You know, it's that's the kind of shit they're thinking about. Like
0: It's their division to lose Denver right now. Got,
1: Denver got some great picks in the future. You're going to get good football players with those picks. But LA can turn those into something. San Francisco's about right now, so I think it was a great trade on both sides.
0: Yeah, no, and listen, if I'm Jimmy G, my first two reads, I'm looking at Emmanuel Sanders and George Kittle, so it's as simple as that. I'm going
1: to take a, I'm going to take a, uh, Crown Royal water break really quick. Okay. Sponsored by Crown Royal. No free ads. No free ads. No. bottle of water.
0: Nice slither mug.
1: That's how we do it, baby. Slytherin team.
0: I'm a Gryffindor through and through. Come on. That's all right,
1: man. That's not not everybody can be not everyone can be a Slytherin. It's all right.
0: Anyway, uh, like I was saying, if I'm Jimmy G, my first two reads are Emmanuel Sanders and George Kittle.
1: Yeah, that's the that's the formula you'd like to take away. You know, especially you know having the New England
0: background, and it's it's quite interesting that the two undefeated teams left in the league made moves this close to the deadline and both somewhat had big names involved.
1: No, no, big, big time. Yeah. I I think if you know the NFL, if you're familiar with the league, you know who Emmanuel Sanders, Mohamed Sanu, Michael Bennett, you know who all those players are. So these are, these were big moves and you're, you're, you're exactly right. It's like these undefeated teams made moves before the playoffs, and I think it goes back to that dynamic of they're in a win now, but that's how you win Super Bowls.
0: Yeah, and that Muhammad Sanu and just Emmanuel Sanders both going from under 500 teams to undefeated teams. It's it's the dream scenario for both of them.
1: It shows you what like character and work ethic can get you because I think that those guys are probably – I mean, I don't have to. I don't have to meet them or go to practice with them, but they're probably like good dudes. Well, interesting. Interesting you say that. And they probably that. work hard and they perform even when their team's not doing great. And then that, you know, that got them a better opportunity.
0: Yeah, well, uh, interesting you say that. I was looking up kind of what happened with Emmanuel Sanders in Denver, and something apparently happened in the locker room between him and John Elway, and. John Elway was quoted basically as saying, as the locker room knows why Emmanuel was traded and that type of behavior wasn't gonna be tolerated in Denver and, Yeah. But
1: And that's for sure the other side of the coin. Like Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, that that could one hundred percent be the case. I just like to give, you know, people the benefit of the doubt. You know, if you're performing if you're performing and getting numbers on a bad team, which he has been, yeah, uh, no, he's been he's there for 8 Denver, years. Like
0: he's done it, he, I think he's that, done everything he can for that franchise. I he was a part that, of that Super Bowl team like I, Yeah, I think that he can uh Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> All right. Now, obviously I think the the trade you want to talk about most is Quandre Diggs getting traded to Seattle. Yeah, the Lions you know the Lions trading their starting safety for a uh, 7th round pick next year and then a 5th round pick this year from Seattle. I mean, Diggs had become one of Detroit's most reliable defenders in the secondary along with Darius Slay and listen. Seattle's defense is already impressive. Adding Diggs just takes it I think to a whole nother level.
1: Yeah, another win-now move. He's going to be in the rotation immediately. We need, you know, we need to help at safety. We have good we I mean we have solid safety play, but this is just gonna add, you know, add more talent to that position group.
0: Yeah, and I think
1: just losing Earl and losing Cam in the last two years. You gotta, you know, try to recover from that, I guess.
0: Yeah, and I think well Seattle has seen what San Francisco has done and how they're playing. They're seeing Los Angeles take another stride towards getting back to who they were with how they played against Atlanta this past weekend. They had to, they know that the NFC West is a serious division and it's it's nothing to play around with. So yeah, no, like you said, they're in win now mode.
1: Got to have NFC West got to, I, I didn't look it up, but they got to have the most wins in the NFL.
0: Probably they got to be up there. So
1: yeah no I mean I'm still I'm stoked on the Seahawks game. I'm excited to see how it fits in
0: so all right uh let's move on now we got the top 10 the TSK show power rankings i'm gonna I'm gonna hand the floor to you why don't you start us off on number 10
1: all right this was a tough one just you know it's still kind of early enough in the season where I don't feel like the records really tell you who the best teams are But I'm gonna start off with uh, with the LA Rams.
0: Let's go back in the top ten. We love it.
1: I think that they have they just have that weird team where you got a lot of you got a lot of good football players on there and you've accomplished a lot, but you have a lot to prove on the same same on the same note. So four and three at this point in the season, it's kind of a it's kind of a scare scare mode for the Rams. I think last week against Atlanta was definitely like a statement. That we need to get our shit together. Very
0: favorable matchup,
1: and, and but I mean that's what they needed to do, and they got it done. So yeah, they
0: took care of business. They beat a the team they were supposed to, and now looking ahead to who they have to play next week, they're playing a winless team in Cincinnati. Granted, it is in London. Get some momentum going. Yeah, they're they're looking to go five and three going into the bye week. Like I said last week, that's what I expect them to do.
1: Man, and it's like Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald. Immediate um,
0: impact of Jalen Ramsey.
1: Those two though, I mean, are legitimately a top a top ten duo in the NFL of any any like, even offensive duos, like that's a top if you could just take two players as a combo to
0: start a franchise. Good, that's yeah. as
1: good as any like that's a top ten combo. Definitely a top 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 five defensive combo for sure. Um, so it's like they still got a lot of potential. I just think it all rests on Jared Goff, like I said a bunch of times at this show. Their record is an indication of Todd Gurley's knees. You know what I mean? they got to move. They got to move forward with Todd Gurley. He's, he's never coming back to the same guy. He's, he can be an effective guy, but it's just not the same. So that's enough about the Rams. I'm going to keep them at number 10. I always get slipped into this, goddammit. Uh, coming in at number 9. I got the Minnesota Vikings. A lot of teams, a lot of people might have them higher up on the list, but I'm still just kind of a, a non-believer in Minnesota and, and getting the job done when it really matters.
0: It's only six to three against the Redskins right now.
1: Yeah, they've just they've. I mean, they've never really impressed me. I don't necessarily love their roster, but you know, they, and they somehow, five, and five and two. Like they somehow
0: always somehow always pull it together.
1: They've, they've been this this little group uh, that that defense. And Diggs, Thielen, Dalvin, uh, Kyle, Kyle, Rudolph, like that offensive core. Um, they've won a lot of regular season games and a couple of playoff games. So, I just yeah, they've they, been through the ringer. I here. just don't think that they're a threat to get it hand. And then coming at number eight, this hurts me. This is a fall down, but the Se- I got the Seattle Seahawks coming at number eight. I think a loss to the Ravens was was a you know, and and the loss to New Orleans. Our two losses have been at home, so. Just kind of shows you like what are we doing to get up for away games, and have we become complacent at home?
0: Well, it's interesting. It's interesting. Or that, are people
1: getting up to playoffs at home?
0: I think. I think. What it is is teams have adapted. They come to. They become accustomed to Seattle having such a home field advantage. Um, I think they prepare more for so they, it.
1: They know what they're getting into. It's not a. It's not as crazy, but it's like. Still, 5-2, and two, only two losses to Baltimore and New Orleans, who are both the top ten teams, I think.
0: Yeah, no, two solid so, teams.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, they just showed me that there, there's holes in the team that we still got to figure out. There's things that we still have to get better at, which is kind of a good good thing at this point. They didn't lose their position in the division at all, so, um, you know, not the worst loss, but they draw big time in my power rankings. For yeah, they sure. were three last week. Uh, yep. Yep. And then at number seven, I got the team that beat him, the Ravens. I would like to put Seattle ahead of Baltimore, but Baltimore got the win. I gotta
0: uh, Lamar Jackson. Real I gotta
1: say, the Ravens, the Ravens are playing good football. I love their like style of play and their identity and how they're going about it and their attack and what the coaches have you know come up with. But I gotta spend most of my time talking about Lamar because <laughs> this guy is the real deal.
0: Yeah,
1: man. I mean, he is no joke. Closest thing to Michael Vick. Now Michael Vick is basically like a football god to me. All time favorite football player. We all know how you
0: feel about Mike.
1: But this guy in the open field is Michael Vick. It's the closest thing I've ever seen. I mean it's the just, way he's able to get around the edge. Unreal, slippery. When he takes off I'm just like, fuck, no one's gonna be able to tackle him. Like it doesn't matter who's around him, who's coming, what angle you he got. He's just a great ball carrier. Now I gotta you know in saying that I also gotta say he doesn't have the arm that Vic had. No, like I got he's still not Michael Vick to me, but he's the closest thing that uh, we've ever seen. The elusiveness. Yeah, his ball carrying. Like I think that him and Michael Vick are the are are definitely the best two ball carriers out of quarterbacks and probably way up there on the list for ball
0: carriers in general. So his ball. I, I mean. In my opinion, I think Baltimore is now the clear-cut
1: favorite in the AFC North. Yeah, no, they ran away with it. <laughs> Cleveland's all Cleveland was all hype. They haven't performed. Uh, Pittsburgh's way too banged up, and they're just they're a completely different team than yeah, they were a year ago. So yeah, uh, yeah, they're they're one hundred percent the top of that division. And then coming at number six, as per uh, Richard Sherman's request, I'm gonna keep my same energy. <laughs> I'm gonna keep them out of the top five. That's the 49ers. It's six and zero. Okay. Not the most impressive win last week. Picked him to win. Not yeah, no, not not a big surprise. Teams. And unfortunately, they got a favorable matchup this week too. So, I, I I think that they're gonna man. You know, maybe I see them go to the playoffs, but that's about it. I just don't I don't believe in this team being any sort of threat to like take the crown. I I don't know why. I mean, they control the line of scrimmage. That's what they do. And the defense and the if field. you can do that in the NFL you can win a lot of games and they're just so dominant um, on the line of scrimmage. So that's why they're winning all these football games. But uh, I mean I saw the Buffalo Bills go five and and0 before, you know, not many playoffs. It's not it's not unheard of, it's still early, six and They could still end up being a nine
0: one team. In my yeah, league. and I mean listen, the defense is doing exactly what they're supposed to do. Jimmy isn't doing anything to lose them games. And adding a weapon like Emmanuel Sanders, like we talked about before, just another reason he's not going to lose them the game.
1: Yeah, no, they're getting getting better and better, and they're getting more confident. So that's going to play on it. And, you know, guys I wasn't as impressed with are going to play better because of that confidence. Yeah. Now, coming at number five, these are – these are the big dogs. There's there's some there's some arguing a couple of these guys though, but especially number five. But number five I got them boys, Cowboys, Interesting. Four, and, four and three.
0: Interesting,
1: okay. Way up from last week. They were number ten last week. But they had a dominating win against Statement win. Dominating win against Philly. Adding Michael Bennett. Zeke's looking good. That can just be who he is. Mario Cooper is great. Offensive line's the best. Defensive defensive front seven now with Michael Bennett, Robert Quinn, uh, Demarcus Lawrence, Leighton Vander, and Sean James Lee. Lawrence. like oh you know the list goes on. They're stacked. This is this Cowboys team is looking to make a, a Super Bowl run. I think they're a Super Bowl caliber team. Ultimately, I think Dak's going to be the it's you know in the playoffs would be like if Dak plays good, they win. If Dak plays good, they lose. Uh, coming at number four, this is another arguable one to me. I think I could have dropped them way way further down. I got Kansas City Chiefs five and two. Um, I'm I'm going to keep them in the top five because I know I know Mahomes going to come back this year. I got Sammy Sammy Watkins coming back off injury. Shady's running back one now. Like that's a yeah no doubt. He, he's got he's the running he's their starting running back. Um, the uh, they're, they're in a weak division. They got Andy, they got Andy Reid. It's just, I think they still got a ton of stuff going for them. And my boy Matt Moore, I'm a big fan of Matty Moore. I mean, he ain't the deal. He's not, he's not a starting quarterback. But he can play these three games and kind of be a placeholder until Mahomes gets back.
0: Yeah, Mahomes definitely got the best news possible with the results from his uh, knee injury with there not really being any ligament damage. Uh, with the dislocation in his knee. So they they have a chance to still make it, but I don't think they're... I mean, I think the Patriots are just going to still run away with the AFC. So I think it, it makes sense to keep the Chiefs still in the power rankings because of every, yeah. all the weapons well, they only, still only have. Only
1: three AFC teams in the 10.
0: Yeah. And I think... I think that's really been the theme the past two years with with the, the TSK show power rankings is the NFC has been dominant.
1: Uh, yeah, for sure, and uh, I think it's just a deeper it's a deeper conference, and it might be because of the because the New England Patriots' stranglehold on the AFC. You know, they've just they've just completely dominated. Yeah, um, coming at number three, I'm stoked on this one because. I had this team really high up in my power rankings week one before any ball was played. And now they're making me look good, and that's the 6 and 1 Packers.
0: Aaron Rodgers. MVP not not right a now.
1: lot of people had the first year head coach with a bunch of no namers, um, Rodgers and Devontae Adams, doing much. And they're 6 and 1, number three in the league to me. Rodgers is on fire. The floor's on fire by letting Rodgers be on fire. <laughs> uh,. It's just, it's it's all it's all good for Green Bay. They're just winning games, close games, blowouts. I just they're they're another one of these teams that I think is a Super Bowl contender, especially if Drew if Drew Brees doesn't come back from injury like well, you know, come back and like rolling, NFC is going to be completely up for grabs.
0: Yeah, no, I think if if I had a vote for MVP right now, I would vote for Aaron Rodgers. What he's been able to do with the the weapons that he has, are, quote unquote, lack of Yeah, and Devont- that Devontae's
1: he has. missed time. It's 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 incredible what he's doing out there, and, and I agree. I think he's the, I think he's the MVP so far. Um, coming in at number two, with Teddy two gloves, I got the Saints.
0: Unreal, what he's been doing to keep them afloat.
1: Yeah, but it's just everything's working out for them, and I always preach the importance of a backup quarterback and. They're showing you why. They're not losing this season due to an injury. They, they're next man up mentality, and they and they got it. Best quarterback situation I've ever seen in football. So uh, I just believe Sean Payton and two gloves, will keep it afloat, like you said, until Breeze gets back. And then, then Breeze will take them right into the playoffs. And they're going to – I mean, they got to be the scariest team in the NFC. I'm
0: pretty sure Breeze wants to play this week.
1: Yeah, see, and I, I hope he takes as much time as he needs. Don't don't rush. I mean, why why rush? You've you're you're ahead of the you're what your second place in the NFC right now. I don't I don't think there's a there's a ton of rush there. At
0: home against at home against a rookie quarterback in and the Arizona Cardinals seems like a good place to to warm things up. You know, I don't know. We'll see.
1: You don't warm things up in an NFL game. I tell okay. you what, that's how you get beat. We'll see. Uh, and then coming mm-hmm. in at number one, same old Tonga dance, Patriots seven and zero. Add, adding more talent to that offense, Brady looking like an MVP candidate. Um, they just fucking crushed the Jets on Monday Night Football in front of everybody. <laughs> it was so it embarrassing. Was, and it was just like, I mean, this really is a sixteen and 0 caliber team. I really, I really believe that they have a better shot at going sixteen and 0 than some of these teams do at going like the Bengals going 0 and sixteen.
0: Yeah, and no, I completely. There's agree. a better
1: chance that Cincinnati wins, and Miami wins, over the the Patriots losing.
0: Yeah, no, I think. I mean, listen, this is one of the most explosive Patriots teams I've ever seen.
1: And the defense is the is the reason why this particular Patriots team is so good. Is their defense has just been on fire. So yeah,
0: Stephen Steph Gilmore, if. If he can keep on pace, he's got he's got a chance to put his name in the MVP category.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's de- definitely can be a uh, uh, defensive player of the year. I mean, I don't know if a corner ever won an MVP, but you know that's a that's a different argument. We'll see. If a corner won MVP that'd be, that'd be that'd be quite the quite the accomplishment. But anyways, power rankings, top ten running back. Start at the top, number one, Patriots. Then I'm going Saints, Packers, Chiefs, Cowboys, Niners, Ravens, Seahawks, Vikings, Rams. Fuck, I can't believe the Niners are in the top ten.
0: Niners, Rams, and Seahawks all in the top ten. NFC West, man. Yep. Best division of football, in my opinion.
1: No, I mean, definitely one of the most accomplished in in the game, that's for sure. Super Bowl appearances, regular season wins, all the wild cards. Yeah.
0: So, all right, moving on now. We got the, the picks of the week for week eight. Do you have your record this week, Tyler?
1: I do. I went, yes. seven, I went seven and seven. Oof. And I went, Oof. I'm pretty sure I went, uh, I missed on all four NFC West games. Oof. I picked the Niners to lose. Mm-hmm. I picked Pick the Seahawks, Seahawks to win. To win. Pick I picked Rams the Rams to lose. I picked the Rams to lose. Then what was the Cardinals game? Cardinals won. Yeah. But who did they play? Uh, I'm pretty I, sure I picked pick them to lose.
0: I forget. I'm
1: pretty sure it was the, the so four of my losses were NFC West games. That's tough. That's tough. It's tough. It's, it just shows you that there's too much uh, there's too much heart in uh, in the NFC West. You know what I mean? I'm I'm, I'm thinking I'm, I'm thinking too much with my heart when it comes to these these four teams.
0: Yeah. Do you have your overall record? I don't. Okay.
1: Well, I haven't been able to backtrack yet. Damn. It. Yeah, no, I gotta go like way back and backtrack it all.
0: Okay. Alright, well, I went eleven and three last week.
1: So you're rolling.
0: Yes. I have a total record of forty three and eighteen. Yeah, that's legit.
1: You gotta start betting.
0: Well.
1: Spread spread is a different animal, but
0: Yeah, no. So speaking of betting and the spreads, we're gonna start it off with a Thursday night matchup going into halftime right now. It's fourteen to six. No, it's thirteen to six. Oh, 13 to six, excuse me. Yeah. No,
1: that that PAT was the thirteenth point. It, oh, okay. It was six six.
0: Got it. So Okay, so <clears throat> thirteen to six going into halftime of in the Thursday night matchup between the one and six Redskins and the number nine team in the T S K Show Power Rankings, the five and two Minnesota Vikings. The line for this game was minus sixteen and a half. I have the Vikings continuing on to win so this game. The,
1: yeah, so the Redskins are doing good. <clears throat> They're going to cover the spread.
0: Right now they are. But
1: uh, so yeah, I mean I got Minnesota winning this game.
0: Yeah, so pretty pretty self explanatory. I think the Minnesota Vikings, like we said, they they somehow always have figured out a way to pull it off. They're five and two and. The Redskins are the
1: Redskins a, are a mess right now.
0: Yeah,
1: I mean, because they benched Keenum right, and now they started him again. Yeah, and it's like they they messed up so much by starting Haskins. Like when he, when he obviously wasn't prepared to do that. Well,
0: that's ultimately what got Gruden fired. Yeah,
1: no, that's fucked up. I I, I agree one hundred percent. So um, it's like they're a mess putting Keenum back in there. It's 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 good for like for Haskins, and that's it. So they're not they're not looking to win any football games for the rest of the year in my opinion.
0: Yeah, but uh Dalvin Cook just scored that uh touchdown for the Minnesota Vikings and I have him on one of my fantasy teams. He's already got me twenty one point eight points. I'm not going against him, so I'm glad. That's good. So alright. Now moving on to Sunday. First matchup on Sunday I got is the Seattle Seahawks going to Atlanta.
1: Scary game.
0: Yeah. The number 8 team in the TSK Show Power Rankings, the Seahawks, coming in at 5-2, and two, Falcons at 1-6. and six. I didn't see a line for this on ESPN. I don't know if you did. I
1: didn't, but there's a lot of bad juju in this game for us. Uh-oh. Why I mean, do you say that? Okay, well, first off, we're not the best at going to the East Coast. So, playing at 10 a.m. in the morning, having to get to the stadium at 6 a.m., you know, in in West Coast time, you know, over there, it's obviously three hours ahead. It throws it's, off the whole routine. Just, throw, just, it's just tough. I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna use that, sca- that scapegoat all day. Um, going to the east, and then remember who runs the, the runs Quinn. Dan Quinn is, is our boy. That's our guy. The former
0: coordinator for the, for the Hawks.
1: Former coordinator for the Hawks during the heyday, and so uh, he know, he knows what to do. And then I just, I always hate playing a team that's that's talented that hasn't been winning because at any point they could just like turn it, turn on. it on because they've got, you know, they're hearing everybody talk all this shit. Uh, they've got to be motivated. And especially after, you know, like I said earlier in the show, Julio Jones motivating the team. It's just like, a, it's a lot of bad juju. There's a lot of reasons why Atlantic could go out and win this game. But obviously I've got to take my, my boys, Seattle going down there and getting the tough lane.
0: Yeah, I got. I also have the Hawks winning the game, but listen, Dan Quinn's coaching for his job at the end of the day. Uh, yeah. So it's.
1: No, it's good. Like, yeah, it's not a. It's not as easy of a game as it looks when it comes to like a five and two team playing a one and sixteen. Yeah. It's not. It's not a. That's not how it is. It, it's definitely a tough, more much more tougher matchup coming from Seattle' point of view than yeah. people are putting
0: on. Yeah. All right. The next matchup we got. The Philadelphia Eagles coming in at three and four, coming off the loss to the Cowboys. They're traveling to Buffalo to take on the five and one Bills. Interesting you didn't have the Bills in the top ten at five and one. Yeah. Yet you had the Cowboys all the way up at five at four and three.
1: Yes, yeah, sir. Yeah. So and that's I'm, kinda why I preference the I'm kinda well, interested to hear. It's your, it's your early thoughts on in the that. season. and I don't think that the records indicate how good the football teams are quite yet. Okay. Um, like I said earlier in the show, well, I don't know if it was last year or, or two years ago, but it was one of the one of the seasons we covered. The Bills were at five and zero. Yeah. And they didn't do shit. Well, because it's the Bills. They got to play. They got to play New England twice a year. They have a little brother mentality. Um, they got to play in the in the bad weather. The worst of the worst. It's just during their important football games at the play in snow.
0: Nothing ever usually goes right for the Bills.
1: I don't like them in the back half of the year. I, I got no I got no fa- I got less face in them in than I do the Niners. I'm not saying a lot. The line Like, you know, There's a
0: happy birthday balloon from Tyler's birthday. They just got <laughs> caught in a fan. and It's
1: going right back from round 2
0: uh-oh.
1: Probably just go move that. <laughs>
0: yeah. Man. What a night. I'm keeping all this in, So I mean listen, they're playing the Eagles at home. Their favored Buffalo minus one and a half.
1: I got the Eagles winning.
0: I'm gonna go with Buffalo, man. I got them going to six and one.
1: Nah, no, no. I got I got Philly coming off the embarrassment, gotta get a dub similar to the Rams. But I think the the week previous. I just like them to go and get get the job done on the road. This Philly team's too good to let this season, you know, slip by them. So I like them to be resilient and come back and get a win. Okay.
0: All right. The next matchup we got is the Los Angeles Chargers coming off a loss to the Titans. They're going to Chicago to the windy city to take on the Bears. Bears coming in at three and three. The line for this is Chicago minus three and a half. I got the Bears winning this game. I think. The Chargers, they're depleted. They have put a bunch of guys on IR. They just put another offensive lineman on IR for the rest of the year. It's, uh, It's definitely not been the year the Chargers were expecting. Obviously, Melvin Gordon's holdout has proven to be completely irrelevant. That happened for no reason. And the run game still isn't as good as it was last year.
1: Yeah, that team is definitely one of the most disappointing teams of the year. And then uh, I also got to go with, I got to go with Chicago for the win, just for all those reasons you stated. Uh, Chargers, I mean, I was very high on them coming into the year. So was I. Great defense, great edge rushers. Melvin Ingram hasn't been playing, just hasn't been hasn't been that. Uh, that the, dynamic inju- the injury show.
0: bug caught them.
1: Yeah. So yeah, I got Chicago winning that game.
0: All right, the next matchup we got is the New York Giants coming in at two and five. They're going to Detroit to take on the Lions. Lions coming in at 2, 3, and 1. The line for this is Detroit minus 6.5. I got the Lions winning this. I think they're just yeah. overall the better team.
1: Yeah, I got I got Detroit winning. I don't think Saquon's uh, healthy enough to win the game on his own. Nope. So they don't really have too much of a shot, in my opinion.
0: Yeah. All right, the next one we got is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers going to Nashville to take on the Tennessee Titans. Buccaneers coming in at two and four. Titans coming off the win against the Chargers, coming in at three and four. Line for this is Tennessee minus two and a half. I think Tennessee is going to ride that momentum off the Chargers' win, and they're just they're going to beat the Buccaneers. I think even with benching Marcus Mariota, Ryan Tannehill, I still have more faith in him than Jameis Winston. Unfortunately.
1: Oh yeah, I think Tannehill and (laughs) Mariota are both better than. I'd rather have both those guys over Jameis, and I think Tennessee is going to win the home game. Yeah, I think they're a better football team, better coach. Oh, well, well, actually, I will take that back. I'm not saying to say better coach because I'm a big Bruce Arians fan. Yeah, it's more of like it's more of the Jameis Winston, Mike Evans. I'm just not like just hasn't team. been there this year. I'm just well, and I'm just not a big fan of those two, and that's like their go-to. So if you don't like those two, you don't like the Bucks. Uh, so, and I'm not a huge fan of Tennessee either, but I think. the they're really well coached by Mike Vrabel, and uh, he's brought a, a nastiness to them. They got, you know, Derek Henry, Taylor Lewan, some just like big physical nasty guys, and that's their identity. I think it's working for
0: them. Yeah. All right, the next matchup we got involves another AFC South team. They got uh, the Denver Broncos going to Indianapolis to take on the Colts. Denver coming in at two and five. Colts coming in at four and two line for this is Indy minus five and a half. I got the Colts winning this game. I think overall they're the better team. Uh, Denver's defense is obviously depleted with injuries. Going against arguably the best offensive line in all of football, Uh, Jacoby Brissett has taken over the role of starting quarterback. He's the franchise guy. He knows what he has to do. Having a weapon like T.Y. Hilton, it's Pretty simple to me with that matchup. Yeah, no,
1: I got I got Indianapolis winning as well. Um, you know, this was uh, this was a really, really good football team that had Super Bowl aspirations with Andrew Luck, so they're just not going to, you know, just lay over and die. They're going to fight to the end. They got a lot of good football players on that team still that have kind of heard everybody count them out because of the Andrew Luck scenario. But I'm a big fan of Jacoby Brissett, real life Willie Beeman, <laughs> and uh, I think he's going to continue to win football games for them. And <clears throat> it's it's dope that Indianapolis like doubled down on Jacoby and paid him. They gave him the extension. They're rolling with him. They're rolling with this offensive line. They're rolling with that defense. Yeah, they and, gave him
0: the key, they gave him the keys to the car and let him drive.
1: Man. Yeah, killing it.
0: All right, now we got the London matchup: the Rams and the Bengals. The Bengals coming in winless at 0-7. The Rams coming in at 4-3, the number 10 team in the TSK Show Power Rankings. Rams coming off that uh, bounce back victory over Atlanta. Uh, Obviously, big performance out of Jalen Ramsey. He made an immediate impact uh, on the defense. Aaron Donald had a big game. Dante Fowler had a career game. He was big time. Uh, I think the Rams take care of business. Like I said, they, they'll move on to five and three going into the bye week. The line for this is minus thirteen and a half. So uh, Vegas is obviously very confident that the Rams will take care of business over over there across the pond.
1: Yeah, I think they're gonna. Yeah, they're <clears> gonna <throat> they're gonna do their thing over there. They they're gonna win handily. Not a lot of life left in that Jacksonville team, but Minchumania overseas. You never know. That's that's not what you wanna wanna play. Oh, I'm sorry.
0: I was like, "Wait, what?"
1: No, my bad. I thought for some reason we were talking about Jacksonville. I got I got my shit mixed up. Cincinnati, yeah, that's just an easy win. Yeah. No, no. no. Winless zero seven. Yeah, no. AJ, they've been playing really good too. I mean, they played they played a couple close games, but yeah, Rams you can take care of that one.
0: Yeah. All right, moving on now. Arizona Cardinals coming in at three, three and one. They're on a three game win streak. They're going down to the bayou to take on the New Orleans Saints, the number two team in the TSK Show power rankings. They're coming in at 6-1. and one. The line for this is New Orleans minus 10. Uh, like I was saying, we're not sure if Drew Brees is going to play or not. You don't think he should play just quite yet.
1: Nah. No. Don't do it, Drew.
0: <laughs> I still have the Saints winning this game and snapping the win streak for the Cardinals. Yeah. Uh, I just think that
1: Arizona's a good. This would be a cool upset, though. I mean, this is a, this is the one that where, you know, Larry Fitzgerald could take the young, uh, the young Kyler Murray into New Orleans, play against Teddy Chuglove and the Saints come out with a dub.
0: Yeah, and the addition of Patrick Peterson now in, in the in the secondary, it's really he's back to back to his old ways. I feel like so. It's definitely going to be a fun matchup to watch, but no.
1: But I mean, it, it could also be a thirty to nothing win. Like mind easily. you, when I say this, I'm not, I'm not saying that there's a good shot at Arizona winning, but it would be a really cool upset, and it's like a headline. Like I could see.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, at the end yeah, of the day, the I sick, think
1: New Orleans wins by two touchdowns.
0: Yeah, the Saints are definitely the more experienced team. All right, moving on. We got the New York Jets coming in at one and five, coming off that embarrassing loss to the Patriots on Thursday night or a Monday Night Football last week. Excuse me. They're going down to Jacksonville. Mania now. We can talk about Tyler. Yeah, the Jaguars I, coming in at God, three. And I don't four. know why I thought he was playing
1: in London this week. That's funny. I yeah. mean, the Jaguars
0: usually always play in London, so that makes sense.
1: Dude,
0: yeah, they almost. That, that's there. like
1: tripping me out. It's so funny. I gotta, <laughs> move, I gotta move on, but. Jackson, New York going down in Jacksonville.
0: Yeah, so Jacksonville coming in at three and four. Line for this is Jacksonville minus six. I think, I think Minshew Mania is going to take them to, to an even 500, man.
1: Yeah, me too. I think the Jets have a better football team and a better roster, but I, I think Jacksonville and Minshew got more going on for them.
0: Yeah, and I think after that embarrassing loss to the Patriots, that, that takes a lot of wind out of a team. And
1: Coming off such a big... I mean that's that's just so the New York Jets though to, to have this big win and feel all good about Sam Darnold coming back and, and then and then they just get embarrassed on Monday Night Football by the team you do not want to get embarrassed by well the team you
0: always get embarrassed by
1: yeah yeah <laughs> but it's like if you picked one team in the world not to embarrass you that'd be the team
0: so um, yeah I got I got Minshew winning the game all right. The next game we got, the Carolina Panthers coming in at 4-2. and two. They're rolling with their backup quarterback, Kyle Allen. They're going up to the bay to take on the San Francisco 49ers. Obviously undefeated. The, only, the second undefeated team behind the, the New England Patriots coming in at 6-0. and oh. God. The line for this is San Francisco minus 5.5. And, and I got the Panthers coming in and upsetting them. I just think somehow, uh, some way, it's going to come down to a last second field I wish goal or something. Could,
1: I wish I could get behind on that one, but I just, uh, no, think, man, I, just, I just think with the backup, Kyle, and even though he's played great, I just think San Francisco is going to win that game.
0: I think something fishy is going to happen, man. That
1: would be great. I'm rooting for you. <laughs> but I think San Francisco is going to win this one. i got to catch up with wins.
0: Yeah, all right. The next matchup we got, got, uh, the Cleveland Browns coming in at 2-4. and four. They're going up to Foxborough to take on the number one team in the TSK show power rankings, the and undefeated Cleveland Patriots.
1: Cleveland Browns, dude, this is just like one of the one of the funniest things I've ever seen. I was just I was just so sure there'd be a, a nine and seven, ten and six team, and it's like
0: the complete opposite.
1: Man, they're they're not winning games. They're just not. They got ahead of themselves. They really did. I mean, way too
0: far ahead of themselves.
1: You know, it's just like. You're adding new pieces, you got a young quarterback, and you just think that you own own the world, and
0: they're going to get their ass whooped. Yeah. The line for this is New England minus 13. Yeah. And listen, the schedule for the Patriots the past few weeks has been literally every single 2017 quarterback taken in that draft. And he's got Baker Mayfield this week, and then the Ravens next week with Lamar Jackson, and he's just ready to baptize them all. Yeah, and they ju- and they just played. They just played Darnold. Darnold,
1: and they have they played Allen already. Yep. Wow.
0: He's wow. just ready. He's ready to baptize them all.
1: Welcome to the league, <laughs> as Will Ferrell would say in the campaign. Welcome to the fucking show.
0: <laughs> so yeah, I mean, listen, I think I think we both got the Patriots winning that game pretty handily.
1: Yeah. No, that's a. Uh, um, that's gonna be a big win. I actually thought about uh starting to offer people trade offer someone a trade for OBJ and the TSK show the league just for keeper reasons. Interesting. And I, and I was just like, fuck it, he's not he's not high value right now. Like not at all. People are trying to get rid of him, but next year he'll go right back to top value, you know?
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: And then I could I could, I could walk into next year with Michael Thomas and OBJ.
0: Woo. If if Cleveland could somehow figure it out in the offseason.
1: Yeah, no. Or he gets his ass traded.
0: Yeah, and I think, uh, actually, Dwayne Haskins is now in for the Redskins. Young Simba. In the the Thursday night football game, so that's definitely So, shout out to Redskins
1: for continually fucking over this guy. Actually, I shouldn't say that because I don't know if he's in due to
0: injury. So, if he's in due to injury, that's my bad. Yeah, I don't know. We weren't really paying attention. We had our backs turned, but... uh, yeah. They're they're punting the ball away, so Minnesota's going to have the ball coming back on offense. But continuing on the last uh, afternoon game for Sunday, the Oakland Raiders going to Houston. The Raiders coming in at 3-3, three and three, Texans at 4-3. and three. The line for this is Houston by a touchdown. I got Houston winning this game. I think Deshaun Watson and DeAndre Hopkins haven't had as good of a season as they would have hoped they would have had by now. So uh, I think against the Raiders is the perfect opportunity to turn it around.
1: Yeah, no, I think they're going to win this game and try to sneak themselves back into the top ten.
0: Yeah. All right, the Sunday night matchup. We got the number three team in the TSK Show Power Rankings versus the number four team in the TSK Show Power Rankings.
1: it got to be game of the week, but five no Mahomes makes it
0: tough. Yeah. The Packers going to Arrowhead to take on the Chiefs. Packers at 6-1, and one, Chiefs at 5-2. and two. Green Bay is actually favored on the road minus three and a half.
1: These are two legendary franchises. If my mind serves, if I'm right, I think this was the first Super Bowl matchup.
0: Sounds about right because it was at the time the AFL and the NFL.
1: Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, that sounds about right. I don't know, but these are like two of the original squads, and it's like I, I do connect these two a lot, which is weird. Um. But I got Green Bay going in there and winning against Matt Moore.
0: And the I also have the Packers winning.
1: Just because uh, it's like this Kansas City team is great. Arrowhead is phenomenal. Maybe it's Arrowhead and Lambeau that are just so iconic.
0: Chiefs first the Bills in Super Bowl one, by the way.
1: Chiefs first the Bills.
0: Yes. Wow.
1: Um. But uh, I think I think that Rodgers is just on fire, and he's going to go against a defense that isn't. I mean, the Kansas City offense is what you're afraid of, so I think Rodgers can be able to put up the points, and Kansas City doesn't necessarily have the 35-40 point button
0: without Mahomes. Yeah, I definitely. I think just –
1: Like, what is – I'm going to love watching Andy Reid try to sit on it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I think Aaron Rodgers alone just wins wins the Packers the game.
1: Nope.
0: The Monday night matchup this week – Pretty uh, Abismal. pretty. Yeah.
1: Mason Rudolph's back though.
0: I'm not sure about that. I think, they should just let Duck Hodges just run with it. I, th-
1: I think uh, I think Rudolph's coming back. Should not just let Hodges run with it.
0: Why not?
1: The season's lost anyway. Pittsburgh's gonna get the win. The season's. Not I got the lost. Dolphins
0: getting their first win of the year this year. No. Fitzmagic, Magic baby. He's gonna have a Fitzmagic Magic game. I yeah. have a feeling, man.
1: I hope so. If he has a Fitz Magic game on Monday night, that'd be dope. I'm but telling you. I'm telling you. I, I still, I still like James Conner, Juju Smith Schuster, James Washington, that offensive line. Like, Dude, Mason, Mason Rudolph, Rudolph is. I'm alive. surprised
0: Mason Rudolph is alive. That hit was vicious.
1: Yeah. No. I mean, he may not be. We don't know. But whoever's <laughs> but playing quarterback,
0: I got Pitt playing. I, I got Miami getting their first dub of the year. I. I have a feeling the same way I have a feeling about the Panthers upset in San Francisco up in the Bay, I have a feeling Fitz Magic is going to have some magic on Monday Night Football for us. But the bye weeks this week are the five and the seven teams in the TSK Show Power Rankings, the Cowboys at five and three, and then the Ravens at five and two, both coming off wins. You always like going into the bye week coming off a win. But uh, we're, we're right in the thick of it here, Tyler. It's uh, it's
1: getting good now. I mean, you're really you're gonna start seeing the dust settle here in the next couple of weeks.
0: Yeah. So uh, all right, you gotta you gotta shout out before we get out of here.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna shout out the homie Brett, the my boy since day one, letting letting us use the recording equipment, helping us out a lot. Yep. In this moment of transition for the pod, so yep. I appreciate you, Brett for letting us use everything, man.
0: Yep. Uh, I'm also gonna shout out uh, Jared, who's also been helping us out, lending us some equipment. Uh, in this uh, period of transition like Tyler said so a shout out to Brett and Jared uh, we appreciate you fellas
1: yeah welcome to have a big time
0: yeah so uh, with that that wraps, us up, wraps up this episode of the TSK show don't forget you can find us at TSK show on Facebook Twitter and Instagram if you want to find myself or Tyler on social media be sure to follow us at the Duke of Sports and at Tyler Pacholke all of our content can be found on SoundCloud or Apple Podcasts check us out on Anchor as well And we are now on Spotify. Just type in keyword TSK Show to find us. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you decide to listen to the TSK Show so you can stay up to date on the newest episodes of the show. We appreciate you all so much for listening. Stay tuned for the next episode of the TSK Show. Peace. No, no, no. The recorder.